This is still the intro. You so we're still rolling? Yeah, yeah you can still go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well then let's do this. <laughs> hey, uh, this is uh, Robert and Jeremy. It is the ETC podcast, the Exude That Christianity podcast, where we talk about faith, family, fun, etc. You get it. Yep, and uh, he already introduced me. I'm Jeremy. It actually kind of fits. Uh, he, you told me the title, um, Things That Make Us Giddy. And yeah, we're getting giddy with it. I, I do. I get I get a little giggly, and this is the kind of stuff that makes me giggle. Just spoiler alert, it's pointless silliness and just randomness that makes me smile. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I figured if, if anything, there are things throughout the day, and we've, we've talked about this in, in past podcasts, whether it be uh, music that we listen to, uh, it could be nature in general that we're, we're going through and we see every day or, or in the evenings, the stars at night. Uh, but I was thinking about just little things that kind of keep us going as well that just kind of makes you happy in, in any given day. Uh, one of the things, and I'll go ahead and lead this off, uh, and, and this is something that I think typically everybody gets around the December, January time frame, is these little calendars. And I think yeah. you've got one as well. That's, oh. They're all different themed. And you've got a great one. Wow. So, so for those listening, the reason he says I have a great one, he's got, he got me a calendar of puns, like dad jokes. They're, they're, they're beautiful and horrible at the same time. But that's and, what they're meant to be. Yes. And, and so they do. Um, so as soon as you said calendar, I'm like, you just, I get it. You got me a good gift. Well, I not only like that, but gift. if people don't know you enough right now, you're, you really get into the corny jokes and the puns wherever we're at a restaurant we're out in public or even if we're around here the puns will come out yes well actually well, a friend of mine a really good friend of mine uh shared so today's his birthday and on facebook everybody's wishing him happy birthday and i was reading through some of the comments and a lot of people were referencing his terrible joke quality and he doesn't like that's a thing of ours like it's a characteristic we are proud of the cheesiest corniest simplest jokes just simply because our brain makes it. So it's in your genes. That's what you're saying. It is. It is. That it's... is phenomenal. Uh, so my calendar, I've gotten a couple here and there. Uh, the 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 standby one is the Jeopardy calendar because you always try to figure out mm -hmm. just, you know, uh, actually it makes me feel like really dumb because I don't know half the answers. However, the few ones that I do get makes me happy. Uh, my mom started me on that because she loves getting a Jeopardy calendar every year. Now, is so that straightforward trivia? It's straight, well, it's straight out of the, like, just what exactly how the setup for Jeopardy. Now, you can actually keep score oh. and everything, and then when it comes down for your bonus and all that stuff, the, 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 the daily doubles are mentioned, all that stuff's in it. So it's kind of oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. in that but the most recent one I got was uh, interesting facts okay and so the one that made me happy it was actually talking about our sun will never explode you always hear about the the day that the sun will finally uh, morph out and just go supernova on us oh the sun I thought I thought you meant like your child no, okay no, no, no. no the sun not my son. you said our yeah. sun will the, never explode well I'm we don't have up. a sun so <laughs> <laughs> that would make it awkward uh, so no with the the sun cannot go supernova because of its size we actually the sun that we rely on for heat and solar power and all this stuff is actually too small uh, in its stage and everything to actually do that. So that actually gives me a little bit of comfort 
at the same time sharing a little bit of knowledge that's funny i like it yeah so um actually so what i do when i when i look at the day's joke i i judge it and i know we're not supposed to judge but i judge it <laughs> i judge the joke and the quality and only a few get peeled and not thrown in the trash but here are a few that i had a stack that i will share and, and let me just these are not my jokes these are a calendar's jokes that they've probably stolen from elsewhere um uh tuesdays february 23rd <laughs> what do you call the sticky stuff inside trees i need to know asap oh see yes. yeah, I like that. yes um what do you call rock climbing band of pirates the Pirates of the Carabiners. Oh, Is that, am I saying that right, Carabiner? Yeah, yeah, Carabiner. yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, little yeah, clippies. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just finished reading a book about Stockholm Syndrome. It was awful at first, but by the end, I loved it. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, really makes you think. Lately, oh, this is, ooh, we'll talk about the book of Revelation at some point in this podcast. Um, this one's a little timely here. Uh, lately, people have been making apocalypse jokes like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> what do Winnie the Pooh, Alexander the Great, and Ivan the Terrible have in common? Same middle name. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but I find pressing F5 refreshing. Well, there Thank you go. You. Ah, that's Thank nice. You. It's, I'll, I'll be here the all IT week. people will always <laughs> like that. Now, I do have another calendar because I've got two. I got one for the office, which was the, uh, the, the general facts and information and stuff. The one I have at home is the one that uh, my wife and kids gave me for, I want to say I got it for Christmas, um, which is church sign sayings. Um, so at my church, we had the old school one letter at a time throwing up on the board uh, church sign and I've always found it a nice little mission um, and, and I guess God's you know put me in place to do this yeah. to come up with little church sign sayings mm -hmm. now uh, yeah I'll, I'll go through the preacher I'll make sure everything's cool before we put it up to anything controversial which normally we don't I try to look at it from all points of view and I have fun with it mm -hmm. but I always like finding ones that are either cute or something that's you know short and sweet because mm -hmm. people drive by pretty yeah, fast yeah, yeah. so you have to keep it short and sweet but I always and, and we've actually gotten compliments not just me I mean I know God's working through me yeah. uh, but we've had compliments on the sign we've actually had people come to the church based on That's the fact awesome. that they thought yep. the sign was cute so uh those kind of things i like and those signs are uh super there's a there's a gas station like 10 minutes from here that it's like popular it's got its own facebook page just because it's signs and the signs are usually funny poking fun at other local businesses always come up with cool stuff it creates a little personality so now so you, so the whole calendar is just church the signs? calendar is church signs so i i warn the the pastor instead because normally i'm listening because we do mm -hmm. uh, you and i both we we work audio video for our respective churches and and what i do is I, of course i'm listening to the service as well as trying to figure out but what shot's going to be yep. good and, mm -hmm. and then pulling out the bible verse and the music and all that but um i always try to catch a phrase that he says that qualifies something mm -hmm. that can fit on the sign that that really nails you know what the sermon was about and he yeah. knows it and, and i know that he knows that i know it which is really cool because i'll jot it down and at the end of the service i'm like huh mm -hmm. and i'll show him and he's like yes <laughs> and it goes awesome. on the sign so we have that now this is a but it, and then every once in a while i will try to throw something out there that's you know witty or, or something that's uh, off the cuff but doesn't necessarily go with his sermons mm -hmm. But it's just something that, that I like to throw out there, or it could be holiday related. So uh, this calendar, and I, t I warned him. I was like, "Look, I'm going to be I'm going to be hitting you with multiple choices yeah. now That's every funny. Sunday because I'm just collecting. I'm like you. Some, you know, you always this have card, your yeah. yeah, you have your one of the uh, who's missing it uh, C H. 
C-H-U-R. You know, everybody's seen that. That's an, a, an old trick. Yeah. So, you know, those one, those get discarded. But uh, the most recent one I saw, and this one will be going up on our sign, is sorrow looks back, worry looks around, faith looks up. I like mm-hmm. that one because all three is going to fit on our our board and everything. It's going to be pretty good. I like it. I so like it. Little stuff like that that'll pop up makes me happy, makes me giddy. I, yeah, that's I'm funny. It. No, I, I love it. Yeah, actually, I don't know if I told you this. You know, I used to work at one of those companies, and we made a bunch of little calendars. Really? Yeah, they fired me. I was taking too many days off. Mm, Come, on. Not. Come on. That's so good. I, I saw it. I My saw brain the is just a giant coming. library. Um, so actually, so I guess to to really put it in perspective, I genuinely find making other people laugh like it makes me it brings me so much joy well sure and i like it's it's not that i like attention but i like knowing that i have a skill that can make somebody else smile well, whether what, it's being goofy or what makes clever. it even more fun is when you see your kids doing exactly what you're doing yes and making people laugh and and you know it, 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 trying to make mom laugh just like i make her laugh you know that kind of thing yeah, did i tell you I, I might have done it on the podcast actually we watched a little pixar movie i think it was a pixar movie uh it was like dinosaur and oh yeah, a, yeah there's a little dinosaur that is chasing after this little boy he's like a little boy that was like left he's like a wild man so he's got all the characteristics and mannerisms of a dog and at one point the little long neck is like dragging his way up the cliff and he gets his head just over he's like dragging himself up well the little boy trots over like a dog turns around kicks some dust up in the 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 dinosaur's face and then trots off like a little puppy and it was the cutest little thing but what was cuter than that was my five-year-old on the couch goes he said, eat my dust. <laughs> and I'm dying because I'm so happy that my kid has just done this thing. Now, do y'all watch Mystery Science Theater? No. Which is another thing that makes me happy because generally they're all clean. Mm-hmm. And they're making fun of really bad movies. Okay. Sometimes you kind of have to watch the content of the movies. But for the most part, it seemed as though the producers and the creators and the writers for that. Um, and it, for those of you who don't know Mystery Science Theater, it's... Uh, it, a guy that's a very good writer. I think his name is Joel. Um, he has three robots with him that are mm-hmm. all puppets, and they are watching movies and making fun of the movies, just as if you were with your friends and you rented a movie that was horrible. Instead of stopping the movie and putting in a quality movie, mm-hmm. you just sit there and you, you rant on it, or yeah. you insert lines where you can uh, if something, you know, if the writing in the movie has gone astray, you can kind of elaborate. So, I love that. I love that. And I've had moments in the past where we actually did that. I love the whole concept. So I've been allowing Avery and I, we'll, we will sit and watch. He's the youngest. And he and I will sit and watch that, and we will riff with them. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes when we see the same thing in a TV show or something that we're watching on TV that's just really lame, we start doing that, and it's great. And that's I think we've thing. actually, so funny, uh, when we first started developing all the Anchor and the Storm, some of the different ideas, I've, somewhere I've got a page written down of some of the different types of series or things that we wanted to do. And one of the ones early on that we talked about would be us watching movies together and basically doing that same thing. Like, well, let's comment, like, because we're all, we're all just hilarious. We think we are anyways. Most of y'all aren't, but I am. And uh, I just think it would be a, a unique experience. And so we've talked about and some of the guys who are in our account ability group and some really close friends of ours um well and if anything i think that's one of the things where we're trying to incorporate getting you guys up to speed on some of the movies of the past that you haven't seen yeah because ferris bueller's day off i can't believe you haven't seen that so this is one of the things that makes me giddy is seeing your reaction (laughs) to movies that i haven't seen yeah i know i'll throw out anything from lone wolf mcquade which 
I'm getting the blank stare already to just about anything. Rambo, you, you said you haven't seen Rambo. Seen Rambo. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, there's there's great movies out there. Uh, how about Casablanca? No. Any classics along those lines? Breakfast uh, at Tiffany's. The only the only old like genuine like classic classic movie is um, oh gosh, it's one of the. Uh, I hope it's not in the eighties. The classic, classic. No, no, it's like the fifties. Okay. This is the House on Haunted Hill, the original. Oh. I really like that. I would like to see an original version of like Murder on the Orient Express, that little mystery. Uh, I have. I'm not seen that. I'll be honest, but I have heard one of the. Now the, the new remake the was really good, and really it's good. got you know Johnny Depp and Leslie Odom Jr. was great in it, and you know there's a bunch of really good. You know, powerhouses in that one too. Maltese um, Falcon. We gotta. Sh- I gotta show you some no. of that. Some of the film noir stuff. I haven't even really seen good. like the Princess Bride. Okay, like there's like this. The list is shallow on movies that I need to see, but it does bring me a, a level of joy seeing your <laughs> frustration because I know how passionate you are about it. Oh, and I I hate that. Um, another yeah. thing that randomly makes me happy um, is getting my either of my brothers' voicemails. So. Um, like the 24th was my brother's birthday and so I called him and I left him a voicemail and I was basically reflecting on how 20 something years ago my parents finally got the son that they wanted I said but I should probably be more specific it was like 29 and some odd years actually in 30 years it'll or in August it'll be 30 years exactly so basically it became clear that I was referencing my own birthday but that like I left this humorous birthday voicemail on my younger brothers well then I called my older brother I got his voicemail so I left a message on his voicemail talking about how he's my favorite brother, and then I ended it by wishing my younger brother a happy birthday, knowing it was my older brother's voicemail. That's funny. So that like I, they know if I leave a voicemail, either something has gone terribly wrong, or they're in for a hilarious ride, and so you just never know. You're setting the bar right there for yeah. uh, for having to be funny on that. That's awesome. Uh, so something else that I was pondering through, just listening to some music, watching some movies, I really got caught up. And, uh, you know, you sit down, you get on the Internet, or in this case, I was in uh, just looking through the different uh, movie channels, things of that nature that, that come through. And uh, in this particular, like, setup, they have all, you know, you'll go down a wormhole. So you watch a particular movie. And it's like, hey, and then it'll show you, like, well, if you yeah. like this, mm-hmm. you'll like this. Okay. And, and I got, I, I just spiraled out of control on albums top okay. albums and uh, either top 40 albums or whatever started off with peter gabriel so which is a phenomenal album and then i didn't even realize as you're watching it you look into all the production totally cool behind the scenes seeing them using the multi-tracks and pulling multi-tracks down and pulling certain aspects up so that you can hear all mm-hmm. the work that's being done to make this one big thing come out that's cool that's and cool. all the production values in that album alone makes me want to go out and get that album so the the, yeah. the show worked um but I mean, not that i already own it but i want to get the album now for my record player yeah, yeah. um but now then of course led into that goes into um phil collins face value and i'm like oh okay well now i'm gonna have to watch mm-hmm. this one so then, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you find out about phil collins ability to uh, make his own sound with his drum kit that became the Phil Collins sound like he almost trademarked it if he didn't already I think he did uh, somehow he was able to get a unique sound from his drum kit that when then they started playing the music from all these different bands that he was loaning himself out to like Frida and all these different people and then all of a sudden you're hearing it mm-hmm. and now you know that Phil well now when I hear that song I know that's Phil Collins drum kit yeah, yeah. and I know that's him drumming and doing the pieces and everything so that and then of course that led me down to about three or four other uh, music entities and ended up with U2 
And so not only are these videos making me happy, but one of the things that you too is really notorious about is their political stance. They involve music uh, or their lyrics and everything that they use with their music sometimes goes for political, sometimes good, sometimes bad, depending mm-hmm. on you know what yeah. side of the fence you're on. But then you also have a Christian aspect that pops in every once in a while. And I really, you can tell that uh, Bono, when he's writing the music and everything, he's got this feel Mm -hmm. for his roots in Christianity at some point. Uh, If you've ever seen, I want to say it's Rattle and Hum, which is a great documentary that they did based on their album where they were touring the U.S. Mm -hmm. And one of the uh, versions was, I still haven't found what I'm looking for, but he has a gospel choir singing the chorus in the background it will make your hair stand up when you hear it in the car or 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 in your house or whatever i love that you Mm -hmm. you you i am washed over with the spirit when i hear those voices when you hear those choir voices popping up and then i just started thinking about uh different types of music in contemporary artists who don't consider themselves Mm -hmm. you know labeled as christian artists yeah but they sneak some you, you can kind of tell where they're at in their writing, mm-hmm. especially if they're the ones doing the writing, yeah. that that they had a feel for, you know, I spent some time in church or something. Pearl Jam did the same thing with their Yield album, where there there's one or two songs right on there that's just blatantly, like, it is mm-hmm. entrenched with, with some Christian feel to it. And that, if you look back at the time frame, was about the time that they were getting together with Nasrat Fadi Ali Khan, who is a very religious uh, type singer and everything. Not really. (laughs) But he's more into the chants. All his albums are based on chanting and everything. Mm -hmm. They uh, worked with him on some soundtracks and everything, and you could tell that when Eddie Vedder was writing the lyrics for that album, he had to have had some spiritual time Mm -hmm. that that he was getting in with Nusrat. So it was really cool. I like the Yield album because you can tell in some of those lyrics and everything, you can really hear it in there. Yeah, I think it's, I think I do when you're talking about getting giddy or getting excited. That is something I do genuinely. When I see people with celebrity or fame, when I do see them like not just saying, but like walking out their faith, I think it's really, really cool. You know, um, like I remember the Jonas Brothers got a, a hard time like back in the day for having purity for wearing all them were, they wore purity rings hmm. um you know i know everybody gave you know kanye a hard time when he wanted to make a gospel album but you know what he made a gospel album it wasn't I, that you know and oh, i i thought that there were some really good things in it and so like i do and you remember when kanye came out that album you heard me talk about it almost every day i was I very excited got two songs downloaded because yeah of that so it was but like that does it does excite me because that is what i desire for people and i get that we all are going to walk out and live out this thing and none of us are going to live it out perfectly so just being bold enough, you know, I think about Chris Pratt. He had that famous uh, award acceptance speech. Matthew McConaughey, another one, mm-hmm. where they were bold about their faith at a time when nobody can tell them to shut up. That's really cool, and I love it. And so that does that gets me excited in a different, in a different way. But it's a deeper, a deeper like, oh man, this, I like that. Yeah, and I like it when faith gets out there and you don't expect it. Like we had talked about a couple episodes back, where sometimes you see more people professing faith when it's a bad incident. When 9-11 occurred, everybody was asking for prayer. Everyone was relying on faith and talking about it openly in newscasts where you normally don't get to see something like that. That was one of those silver linings that you could find amongst tragedy. But at the same time, it's great to hear it when it's something good. When you see an athlete out there that, that it 
it talks about the fact that he knows where he's at because you know he he loves his lord and and you know savior and he's done so much work in here and and doing everything but he wants to spread the love of God while he's doing this and I'm going to contribute this or I'm going to help this children's hospital with um, you know funding and everything stuff like that that you see them uh, the athletes and everything using their stature but in a positive way uh, and not provoked or and not having to be coming off a moment of, of sadness or anything the other thing too I was watching a documentary uh, not too long ago about mission control, and we'll probably end up having a whole show based on this because there were so many great things that were in there. But one of the things that they had talked about was as they were, um, uh, as one of the Apollo flights was coming around, and I guess it was while they were on the moon, this particular group was already on the moon, and they were seeing Earth come around into view for the first time. So this was like you're on a different planet and you're seeing, instead of a sunrise, I'm seeing the earth rise, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at that moment, the crew, uh, and completely unplanned, nobody saw it coming, they took a quote from the Bible. And and use, and this was being broadcast to the world because they were, you know, mm-hmm. this was like Walter Cronkite yeah, p- yeah, yeah. pitching it to the astronauts uh-huh. right now that's out here. And and they and they hit you with this Bible verse all and all everybody and, you know, and that's another one of those moments where when you're watching this and and they everything on the documentary stops and you just hear what everybody heard on TV or radio at the time. Mm-hmm. And again, hairs like standing up because this is just such a great moment. And then the mission control guys are like, we didn't know that was coming. We didn't none of that was prepared through us or we you know nobody at the public affairs people then yeah. nobody knew this guy was going to pull this out that's that's funny i, I hadn't heard that story but no I, I do i love when like i said earlier man it's that boldness it's that you know what like i'm going to be unashamed i'm going to go for it and i'm going to you know I, I love that it does i get i get so excited yeah there's so many things it's funny we talked about our kids a little bit man watching the innocence of my kids really <laughs> cracks me up and i know you can appreciate this too um there's a there's a, a girl who goes to my son's daycare and they just seem they just like they're glued at the hip and we laugh and you know so we're like hey you know why you know why are you so interested in so and so and he'll he'll just start smiling and he doesn't know he has no idea why this girl is more special than the other girls but he knows that she is <laughs> and it's it's so innocent and like natural and it is hilarious because you know if he's acting up i'm like mm, she saw you and he'd be like oh okay and like straighten up a little bit and i'm like man like it's so funny because you're seeing this uh this little version of yourself which doesn't always act like you or think like you but you know yourself enough and you know them enough like it is it's it's funny or like i said when he makes jokes like me my oldest um one of the things i do a lot we talked about things that that are strange and i guess they're either fun to me um one of the ways my adhd shows itself is in like making parodies of songs so like i'll have a random thought and i'll think well this song popped in my head how can i make this song about whatever's going on in the house right now or whatever right and so my 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 oldest Braden, he'll do that as well he'll he'll just out of nowhere hit you with a random song and it'll just well, it'll pl- crack you up and please tell me y'all listen to weird al yankovic at least yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. okay have y'all seen the movie uhf no you're gonna have to see that this is a movie that you can watch is it about kids. weird al weird al is in it okay and the parodies are mingled in with the movie okay. mixed in with it 
but it, I mean, the whole thing is really good. Yeah, really I, I like something about parodies. I've always loved. I remember when I, I mean, Cletus T. Judd was like the country version of Weird Al, and he did a bunch of country parodies, and I still remember some of those. And I just, I just always got a kick out of that well, stuff. I think it was uh, movies, Ray Stevens. Have you ever heard of Ray Stevens' mm-hmm. work, the the Great Squirrel Revival, and things of that nature? No, uh, I'm gonna have to introduce <laughs> you to great that. Great Squirrel Revival. So what uh, a people who listen to Ray Stevens, they're gonna know. Uh, and the streak. Uh, have you ever heard the streak? How ne- how few people are going to get that reference? I think there's going to be a few. There's going to be if they're not, they can they can pull it up like that. The, on, the on, people who might get that reference on their music service. don't know how to use Spotify or. <laughs> what? or oh, I think you we'll barely know how. You're killing me. You're killing me. <laughs> so uh, that's another thing too. Just picking on you. That does it does bring me great joy. Um, I think I've said in the past podcast before. I'll probably say it a hundred times. Um, our group of friends. We know that it, we are called to lift each other up and build each other up. So I guess we figured it's just easier to lift each other up if you bring them down a little bit. You don't have to lift them as high. <laughs> it's going to bring them back to level. So that's how we do it. But I, and I guess uh, leading into that, the accountability group really makes me happy. We we um, have had moments where we would not be able to get together. There's things that get thrown out there that uh, timing wise and everything. But when we do, uh, I tell you that there, there's I feel so much accomplishment in growing in my faith when we have times. It's almost like you know a, a, I've I've heard many a preacher say that. Uh, it, they don't get hurt feelings-wise if you don't stay for the sermon as long as you're coming for the Bible study because you're going to get more out of that Bible study where you're able to interact and talk about your feelings and talk about your thoughts with other people uh, and, and, and learning more about God that way as opposed to at a sermon where I'm having to give out like uh, you know the questions that people can't answer while mm-hmm. they're in the service that kind of thing uh, re- the rhetorical questions so yeah and I think that's and you hit the nail on the head I mean having the group where we're all digging deeper together um, it's been great and I can I could tell you know there was that stretch of time where we weren't all able to meet with um, people deploying and, and work pulling them every which way and, and, and moving one of our, our friends you know an hour and a half away where it was no longer really sensible time wise to link up as much and so uh, I can tell the dis- a big difference and even my level of happiness and it, it was funny because when we first started meeting it gained momentum so so quickly and it was such a drastic change and I remember my wife would like ask me like what what is going on and, <laughs> you know and I would tell her and she's like man I, I want that for myself and um, I think that's the thing I think that's why the group why our group has worked so well is because we're genuinely we genuinely love serving God in whatever way that means. I know you serve at your church, I serve at mine. Um, you know, pretty much. Well, obviously, our good friend Marshall is a an army chaplain. He has pastored before. He is you know he is kind of our um, our go to intellectual right because he's got the 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 real deep training but at the same time it's not like we're just following him right now we're we're teaching and, and throwing things at him as well and so um but the, it's the joy the joy that we get actually as we were kind of talking through this podcast you know the the voice that kept, or the the verse that kept popping in my head was you know the joy of the lord is our strength and i think that Satan, if, if he can take away the thing that brings you joy, even if it's not like directly God, he knows that like depressed people, lonely people, they're the ones who are ineffective for God's kingdom. 
And so we spend like we need to spend that time fighting to get back in the things that make us happy. Right. And I now look, it, sin may make you happy for a moment. So I'm not in any way saying you need to go out and just, hey, if it makes you happy, do it. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying if it's something that God can get glory in and it's something that brings you joy, that should be the thing you're doing. That's why I love doing this podcast, making videos, finding different ways. Like that's why I spend time learning. It's not that I just love learning, which I do, but it's that I I know that if I if I find another way to create more things that are having to do with God, I know I'm better off for it, and hopefully other people are better off. Yeah, and and it's the biggest thing with our walk, uh, our Christian walk, is we're never going to figure it all out. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. God's already told us that. Yeah. You know, we we can sit here and, and mull around it the whole time. You're never going to get to an end point mm-hmm. when it comes to what you can learn in Christianity and in your faith and in your walk. And that's what I really like because every day it's something new. You know, it, um, whenever I'm really getting into a study or if I'm uh, going through uh, the the Bible app in the morning, there's something that I'm getting that really gets me into that's probably another thing right there is the uh the bible app the u version yeah. bible app is probably one of the best tools um that i've found i will as pause you right app there and tell you it takes away my joy when i lose a what? streak when i lose a streak <laughs> the streak there needs to be a way to go in there and fix it i know it's not their fault can, but it's can my i double fault. up tonight yeah yeah let me <laughs> keep yeah. the streak going like let's go by you get an extra day based on the amount of time spent in the app because there might be a day when i'm doing a deep study and there might be a day where i do this crazy thing and i I pick up my actual Bible and I don't read the Bible app on the phone. Right. Anyways, that is a joy stealer. And it's a, it's a, <laughs> it is. <laughs> but that app, no, the, the fact that that app has adapted in mm-hmm. so many different ways yeah, really and, cool. and it used to come off with, it was just like a, a plan mm-hmm. and I would go in and do like a five day plan or, a, you know, sometimes I dare try the 30 day plan mm-hmm. and, and all these different plans. And now it's evolved where we've got little morning devotionals that, you know, has a little tutelage on it you know someone's actually uh, talking to you and talking about a particular verse of the day mm-hmm. and then you'll get into one little study aspect doesn't have to be the the five day or anything it's just a little one day snippet that kind of if you're interested in it after reading that you want to delve into that uh, that program or something but all that in, in intertwined in, in about five six minutes of my morning that's my quiet time that really i think sets the mood for the day mm-hmm. for me uh keeps my strength going and at the same time making me happy as I'm getting ready to launch into you know the work day or even just you know family day weekends whatever I'm I, uh, I, I do get a little lackadaisical on the weekends because Saturday Saturdays are sleeping in and then Sunday you have all your church and everything uh, both morning and evening but uh, but that app is just such a great thing that gives me joy as well yeah and it's funny too because I, I think that um I guess that the hardest part about serving in the church is it does it, it sometimes it does take away the fun of like just showing up and listening to a sermon. It is different, even though it's not hard work, it is still work. And so uh, for anybody who, who is serving in your church, you've got to find the joy in knowing that you're doing something to make something available, right? So if you're making a church sign, that yes, you, you sure it may be frustrating that, all right, on a beautiful Friday afternoon, I've got to stop what I'm doing, go by the church and spend a little bit of time there. 
But if you find the joy in when that person comes in and they said, hey, I saw your sign. I've always Googled it. I'm going to finally figure out to try it out. Man, that that burst of joy you're going to get is worth kind of, I'm not saying serve on autopilot, but I'm saying serve. And uh, that's one of the things I constantly have to remind myself is I'm not serving for now. So it may not be as fun today as it was yesterday. Um, sometimes the work of trying to build a digital ministry, I never feel like I'm doing enough. And at some point it crosses the threshold from fun into hard. It's getting back to that joy part and, and getting excited again. And so, uh, yeah, I, uh, or just doing this podcast when we get through in the editing phase, which really doesn't take that long at all to, to get done. Mm-hmm. But I can see a little bit of joy in you when you're finishing up the project and uh, getting everything fine-tuned and everything, and we both are extremely satisfied. And then, of course, you know, uh, when we publish, mm-hmm. uh, I think you do the same thing I do. I go ahead and listen to it just to kind of critique ourselves, see what we can do to improve. And it's funny because— And it, it's just—it is fun. It sounds so self-serving, but when I listen back to it, I don't—like, I'm not listening to hear Jeremy. Like, I'm listening—I really like the conversation. Yeah, well, I was like, you know, <laughs> and it's not that I tune you out while I'm talking. Yeah, <laughs> or yeah, yeah. If I'm sitting there trying to think of what the next topic may be— or what uh, mm-hmm. what I can bring into. It's really just kind of listening and, and just hearing how we are. It, you know, it, you do kind of listen to it at another level, too, to see if there was anything else that I may be putting in there that I was like, well, maybe I could pull another story out of what I just talked about mm-hmm. or, or, you know, the fact that I was riffing on this because sometimes we, I, I do like the concept of unscriptedness, mm-hmm. and so I don't have everything written down. I'm not reading from a page, and I don't want He's it to sound like it. Right I'm not now. reading this from a page, <laughs> and, uh, and and that's what I like about the unscripted part is because you just don't know what's going to come up, mm-hmm. what we're going to associate with, the years difference that we have in the movies that you so haven't seen, and music years. that you don't know. Huh. <laughs> but uh, but there's moments that we mm-hmm. can still riff off each other and everything when we're talking about certain subject or whatever subject that I'm throwing at you without even prepping you. For. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, great. It's, it is. It's a lot of fun. And I hate to end the fun, ah. but this is where we're going to stop for now. Um, for those of you listening, remember, um, find that thing that's fun um, and and keep the joy in it. Right. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Um, so let's pray. God, we thank you for all that you do. Uh, thank you for the joy that we get from serving a God that loves us, a God that cares. God, I know you delight in us. You delight in our hearts for you. So God, uh, while we seek to give and bring ourselves joy, help us want to give others joy. God, and, and most of all, God, help us do things that bring you joy. God, we love you. We thank you. We praise you. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray all these things. Amen. Amen. So you, you can make, it's not the same, but you can make your joke now. <laughs> we'll tag it on to the end. I ruined it because I stopped recording because I, I was so excited to say amen that I could. Well, you, first off, you broke into prayer, so you didn't give me a shot nope. at saying the prayer. I was no. thinking maybe this is the week. Maybe and now this maybe this is the running in, gag now. <laughs> maybe this is the running gag that I'm never going to get a shot at praying again. Oh. But then I also uh, took a little offense to the fact that my wife's name is Joy, and that prayer really, mm. <laughs> uh. man, I, oh, I <laughs> remember. <laughs> keep always, to always keep recording. never click. Re- You've been listening to Exude That Christianity Podcast, part of the Anchor in the Storm outreach. We hope you like what you've heard, and if you're looking for more resources, look us up online at anchorinthestorm.net. There, you will find links to our YouTube channel, Facebook page, and much more.